once again for listening to us at Tights and Fights. If you love the show as much as the show loves you, and Lord knows we love you, please remember to go on to iTunes and hit them fives. We need all those five-star ratings because that is how we know that we can start making merch. Y'all been asking for merch. We want to give you merch. We need more than five stars and those reviews so we can give you merch. Lumberjack Rock made one that was so good, we had to read it twice. Lumberjack Rock says, we've had them laughing and appreciating wrestling in a way they haven't in years. Thank you, Lumberjack Rock, again. All right, now on to the show. Hit them fives. Tights and Fights Podcast It's the perfect wrestling podcast There's a guy named Al and there's Daniel And this guy, Mike Eagle, is there as well Tights and Fights Podcast Tights and Podcast, 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 ooh, pod podcast, cast, cast, podcast. Hi guys, welcome back to another episode of Tights and Fights. I'm again, uh, everybody's gone, but me. I'm the only one here. I'm the Hal Lublin, Danielle Radford, and I'm joined today by the newest members of the nation of conversation, the blind bandit of wrestling, Des Delgadillo. Hey, making the blind tag. <laughs> 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 I like that. And the substitute king of Chicago in Mike's absence, Jay Washington. Yeah, damn right. I'm taking this title while he goes. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so first of all, since it's both of your first times on the show, tell me a little bit about how you got into wrestling. Des, go for it. I watched Undertaker bury Paul Bear in 2003, and I hated it. And then a year later... <laughs> that I, is how you get into wrestling. That is. And then a year later, I watched Kurt Angle and Eddie Guerrero, and they oh. caught me and made me a fan forever. Yeah, that is how you watch wrestling. You see something and you hate it. And yep. You're like, oh! I'm going to hate this every week. <laughs> Forever. <laughs> yeah, every time. <laughs> That's awesome. Hilarious. Uh, Jay, what about you? Uh, well, we used to wrestle in my front yard in, when I was a kid in the early 80s and 90s. And so mm-hmm. that translated to one of my best friends joining Windy City Pro Wrestling. He was like, yo, I joined a wrestling promotion. You want to join? I was like, yeah. And I went down there and it was like, it's $2,500 to train. And I was like, no. And so, <laughs> <laughs> and so then I went to another promotion where it was $40 a month to train and learn everything. And that was 16, 17 years ago. And I spent 16 years traveling the country as a pro wrestler and then ended up knowing guys and working with guys and girls and everything. And it was just, I love the business. So that's how I was in it. <laughs> uh, so Jay did it. I did it. Jay yeah. loved it uh, apparently more than any of us. Okay, fine, we get it, Jay. Yeah, you love wrestling more than us. You're willing uh, to put your body on the line or whatever. I know, Shut right? Off. And I'm sometimes sometimes get asked to go back in. I'm like, uh, possibly. Uh, I don't know. I got a career. I can't. Uh, oh, I'm sorry. Uh, is arguing about movies online not paying you enough? And, you have to, and, and now you need to start doing. Arguing about movies and TV shows? No, it doesn't. It doesn't pay enough. Uh, <laughs> It does. <laughs> so this week, we've got like a ton of things to talk about. Ton. From the controversy of Triple Mania and Cena and Roman's face-off. But first, the Mae Young Classic. Hey. WWE's first all-women tournament has begun to air on the network this week. So have you? how much of the Mae Young have y'all caught? I have not got a chance to catch up with it. So it came out this weekend, which was my birthday weekend. So mm. I didn't get a chance to watch it, to be honest. Happy birthday. Thank you very, Happy much. Birthday. Thank you very much. Yeah. I'm going to go ahead and start to catch up on it because... It's all pre-taped already, yes. with the yeah. exception of, like, the finals. 
I yes. think the finals are the only thing that aren't taped yet. Mm-hmm. And they're doing a good job. They're, are they releasing like four episodes at a time? So they're yeah. doing like a Netflix style thing, right? Yeah, they're making yeah. sure, like, and they're making sure you stay into it. And they, yes. they the beautiful thing I've heard is they made sure no leaks have come out. Yeah, it's been pretty great. And I'm very. Um, we had a whole discussion about like leaks and rumors and how sometimes I can actually kill your love of wrestling. So I have been doing a really good job of like not letting myself be leaked. Yeah. Um, so you haven't got a chance to check it out yet, Jay. Have you gotten a chance to check it I, out, Des? I watched the first episode with the, the same alpha female. Same. Oh. Yeah. Woo. My goodness. I just slid off my chair. Um, <laughs> oh, my God. Okay, so the first episode was the one that I was watching today. It was amazing. Jazzy has my entire heart. Like, yes. all of it. Yo, uh, I am from, I'm not from, but my Oma from Germany. And so having, like, a German chick in there fucking putting it down, I am living for her. But it was one of those things where it wasn't fair because it was her versus Kimberly. Yeah. Obviously, I already love Kimberly. Right. Yeah, former Chikara Grand Champion. Former Chikara Grand shout, Champion. First of all, go. shout out Mike Quackenbush. You yeah. Know, I love, yes. My time at King of Trios was the greatest thing I've ever done in my life. Yes. yes. That's how I met Daniel Bryan and Claudio Castagnoli. We all know as Cesaro. I always put that over. I, there's so much fun you have at Chikara. Mm-hmm. It is ridiculous. Did they make and, you wear antennas? No, I didn't. I wasn't one of the ants. But shout out to all twelve of them. <laughs> <laughs> the whole colony. The whole colony. All the colony. Yeah. But yeah, no. So that was amazing, and it was amazing hearing fucking Jr. shout them out during the yeah. show. Yes, it was great. And so and so Kimberly is obviously amazing and awesome, and I cannot wait to see what else she does. Jazzy, it was one of those things where I was like, man, Germany versus fucking Seattle? Like, why would you do this to me? Because <laughs> oh, the... I'm also from Seattle. I'm like, ah, this isn't fair. This isn't fair. That's the standard battle, though, that I've always wanted to see. Just Germany, Germany versus... versus Seattle. Seattle. Everybody yeah. wants to know how to do Everybody. It. Germany is not that big of a country either, y'all, I think. I don't know. Yeah. I ain't been there. <laughs> my parents and my they, my, my mom takes my grandma, and then they go, and then they bring me back shot glasses. And they're like, oh, your Aunt Ingeborg and your cousin Sabinchen say hello. And I'm like, I don't fucking... <laughs> Sabinchen's awesome. Hi, Sabinchen. She's not listening to this because it's in English. Um, <laughs> so we have a lot more planned for covering the Mae Young Classic. I'm going to be watching it and catching up. Y'all know I'm just sitting in my new apartment building fucking furniture. So I'm doing a lot of watching stuff. <laughs> While and, building uh, Ikea furniture. Yeah, oh, Ikea. man. I have a couch. I built it with my hands. <laughs> it feels so good. Uh, not quite daughter of a plumber or anything, but like it feels really good. Um, so look forward to that. We are definitely going to be covering the Mae Young Classic um, because I'm me and I, I'm on the show. So moving on, though, to Raw. Alexa Bliss is the Raw Women's Champion again. Yay. Again. Yeah. So what is this thing? Is Sasha Banks just never going to have a title more th- title run more than two weeks or what's going on? I, I, I don't know. I hope she hasn't become like the enhancement talent. I don't think she's enhancement. I think... And you guys, I think it's one of those things where they think that Sasha is so over because she is obviously crazy over. I, I think that they think that she's so over that you can do that and not hurt her. What do you think? Do you think that this hurts Sasha or does this help Sasha? I don't trust her to keep the title anymore for longer than two and a half yeah, weeks. Yeah, she's hurts. not. Yeah, it hurts because now you, you're going to have this this new generation that's about to come up from NXT soon. And they've got to be split between the two shows. They've never done Charlotte like that. They're, they didn't do Becky Lynch. I mean, she only had title mm-hmm. once and then mm-hmm. dropped it. They're not about to do Natalia or Naomi like that. So it's something about Sasha Banks that either is going on behind the scenes, don't nobody know about, or what. Because what I get it. If you're going to do this, well, we're going to give her a long, she's the longest women title holder ever, like mm-hmm. eight, ten times, something like that. But mm-hmm. again, like he just said, I don't trust her to hold it for more than a couple of weeks. Nope. She won it two nope. weeks ago, and I was like, who is she going to lose it to? <laughs> <laughs> and then you, 
Because what's that? What what is this? Her and Alexa Bliss feud going to end up to lead up to a, a steel cage? We already did uh, her and Charlotte in Hell in a Cell. Uh, they're both just going to try to break tables, and the tables are going to win. Tables are actually going to go over. It's okay. going to be Alexa <laughs> and Sasha and tables. Oh, so that's and just the tables one more thing to beat over. Sasha is a table. It's a table, right? <laughs> they're just there's not enough Sasha or Alexa to break a table, <laughs> and so this is the. Eighth WWE title change in the last four weeks. Wow. I know. What do y'all think of that shifting? That's a lot of change. A lot of change. They don't know what's going on with people. I got mason jars that got less change than what (laughs) WWE's been doing the last (laughs) week. I just filled mine with overnight oats. (laughs) I Um, am a grown-up Pinterest board. Mine's mine's get a good amount of lemonade from Trader Joe's. Mm. Thank you, EBT. But anyway. (laughs) But I I think right now they don't know what they want to do. Because not only are you flip-flopping with the Raw Women's title, you flip-flop with the tag titles on SmackDown. You're about to flip-flop them on Raw again as well. It's like you don't know where you want to go. Back in the day, whoever's writing and whoever's producing has no creative direction. It used to be maybe four or five years ago, if somebody had a title run, it was a run. You were going with it. I Mm -hmm. mean, granted, how shocked are we all to be able to say, Jinder Mahal is still the WWE champion. I'm still super good with it. (laughs) But but no, no, as long as it's been. You wouldn't expect it to have been as long as it is. Yeah, it's it's almost been four months, legit. He's technically now a legit champion. Right. Because he's gone through Orton and he went through Shinsuke. Yeah. And Mm -hmm. I thought, I was like, oh, gender's a transitional champ to Cena, what everybody thought. And they were like, no, we're just going to keep it going. Okay, he's going to drop it to Nakamura. He's not dropping it right away to Nakamura. Mm -hmm. Now, will he drop it at the next pay-per-view? We don't know. Right. And so, and and again, this is clearly indicative of whatever. Yeah. Um, so, does this now make you excited for Nia versus Alexa? Ooh, she's gonna get thrown around. I'm excited to watch Bliss get thrown around. I'm like excited to yes. watch. Yes, that'd be I'm, fun. That'd be dope to see. I also want to see how Alexa Bliss is gonna squeeze out this win because you know it's about to happen. Oh, she'll figure it out. She's yeah. gonna squeeze out this win because that's that's what's gonna happen. She go Alexa Bliss. Nia Jax is gonna beat Alexa Bliss from ding ding to ding ding, <laughs> and all of a sudden Alexa Bliss is gonna have some little slip up. She's going to find a slip-up out of Nia, one, two, three, and she wins. Oh, cool. So you are genuinely very excited for this I just want to see what they're going to I just want to see if it's not the typical what they normally do in those, match, in those matches. I agree. With the uh, big person versus the smaller person. It's the last minute. Oh, I caught you slipping on the top rope, and then I rolled you up and put my feet on the rope. Something like that. Yeah. I don't want to see that. I want to see this. Uh, she's not long enough to do the feet on the rope. This is really <laughs> she's true. She's not long enough she for that. She's not long enough to do that at all. Which raises the question, too, is Jax going into this as the baby face then? Yeah. That is a very interesting yeah. question. I guess she's the baby face of my Shout heart. out to the evolution drop, though, that we did. Because mm. that was the Batista. Remember the Batista Orton thumbs up, oh. thumbs down? Because that's basically what they did. And I mean, that right. is a, yeah, when they set up the media match? Yeah. Yes. That's basically what they did. That's great. Uh, so in other news, what do y'all think of Jeff Hardy winning the Battle Royale yes. to become the number one contender yes. for the Intercontinental Center? Well, you're already into it, so tell me. Oh, give me. Give me all of it. those beautiful memories of, of, of Hardy jumping on Omaga off the top of the cage back in 2008. <laughs> yes. Oh, yeah. good times. What do I think? Matt Hardy can barely walk around anymore. I don't think the broken get. I think he's more broken than we think yeah. of. Uh, he's broken for real. He's broken for real. For broken. real. Yeah. And it's like Jeff can move. If you have a look at those matches the Hardys have been having, it looked like it hurts Matt Hardy to walk around. It like he moves very stiff. I mean, to be fair, I mean, yeah, he's been doing this yeah. for since I was. Right. I, I'm not 15? taking away from his time though. Back but, no, of course no. Zits and Capri Suns and stuff. Yeah, but you, know, you got Jeff, who's the same thing. Jeff still moves. 
Jeff can still move around. Um, well, yeah, but I mean, I, I just think know. it's like it's, yeah, it's yeah, I mean, you're absolutely right. Yeah. Maybe that's drugs. I don't know. But it's um, interesting. <laughs> I'm not saying I'm not saying he's on them now. He's obviously sober yeah, now. But it's, inter- it's very interesting to see that they put Jeff Hardy. It's like, all right, so we letting you know right now, the Hardy Boys thing. With because we can't do the broken gimmick, we doing something else with him. I, I sense uh, Gallows and Anderson costing the title next week because it seems like they're going in that direction, right? Hardys and, and the Andersons? Gallows and yeah. Anderson? The, the Andersons? The Andersons. The Andersons. <laughs> oh, it's the everyone's Andersons. favorite family, the Andersons. They just roll up Arn, in like a yeah, SUV. Ollie and Ken, the, the Andersons. <laughs> With Luke Gallows just sitting there, just, I'm here. I'm here. <laughs> That's great. I'm a... Uh, I, uh, you know, maybe Itchweed will win the Intercontinental Ooh, title. I want Willow to come out and steal Marty Skrull's umbrella. Yeah. And... Hilarious. Yeah. Come on, Willow. <laughs> so there's another big match at No Mercy. John Cena versus Roman Reigns. Mm. Let's hear a little bit about how they made that match official since everybody has been talking about it. You're going to jump off that bus with that big-ass shuffle. That big shut. That big shovel, that's what you're gonna oh, do, and you're gonna bury oh, as much young talent as you can. What <sighs> irritates you about me? You can't bury me, John. <laughs> you can't touch me. Hell, I think this is fitting. I'm the one guy in the WWE that John Cena can't see. And you stand there and blame me. Fine, I blame you. This sounds like a breakup. I'm still here because you can't do your job. Ouch. Yikes. Um, okay, so that line is obviously amazing. Yeah, that, that does. That sounds like a breakup. Yeah. Like, that sounds like two people who are just fucking done the with The next line is, you're just like your father. <laughs> <laughs> Too bold? Anyway, um... <laughs> Too real. <laughs> so... What did this do for you? How do you feel about this? I know that like everyone online, they're doing that thing of like, was it a work? Was it a shoot? Are you more excited than you were before? And what do you think? Do you think this was a work? Do you think this was a shoot? Do you think this was a work shoot? I think shoot? it was both. I think it was a work shoot. Yeah. It was de- it was definitely a work shoot because you can look at Roman Reigns' face and see he was getting frustrated. Also, this is how you know it was a work shoot. Kurt Angle told you everything. If you watch Kurt Angle when John Cena mm. started going in, Kurt Angle had that, ooh, shit, ooh. Well, yeah, he right. He would do all of <laughs> That was Kurt Angle's face every time John Cena said something. He didn't have any real reaction to Roman Reigns because he was like, mm-hmm. but John Cena was like, god damn, ah, those knives, those daggers. Mm. I think it, what it does is it hypes, it pumps it up. Again, this should be a WrestleMania-type match, and I get it now that we have Cena on Raw, so you can get all these quote unquote dream matches. But if this just if this is just being a one off, it's pointless. Yeah. What do you think, Des? I didn't get to see Kurt Angle's face, but I felt like when we were, I felt like a lot of it was totally scripted. But the parts where Roman seemed to like forget his lines and Cena called him on Yikes. it, that felt so real and like it was John Cena being like, well, because Roman forgets his lines all the time. Yes, he does. Yeah, he does. And, and Cena and, called him out on it. And so, um, uh, you can't see. Kurt Angle's face, but his face sounded a lot like. Right, it was that. Yeah, it's, it sounded. It sounded like you know when Rodney Dangerfield would be like. That was that was what his was face looked like. <laughs> um, I had to stop watching at certain points and press pause because I'm not good at secondhand cringe. And there were moments where it felt so real for Roman that I was like, Oh no, I can't do this. And I had to like turn my phone and like go somewhere else to do something else. I was like, Nope. nope Nope. Too much secondhand it. embarrassment. She's I like, don't like it. She's like breathing into a paper bag. Like, I can't do this. 
I was I was telling somebody I was watching it and I was like, yo, did they tell Cena to drop a pipe bomb on him? Because ever since Punk did it, now remember last was it last week you had the Miz's mm. yeah. when they were in the ring. The Miz was like, yo, how many moments do y'all need? Mm. And now you get Cena like, all right, I'ma just I'ma go ahead and tell you. When he said goodbye fourth wall, I was like, uh-oh. Mm-hmm. I was like, uh-oh. Well, and part of it is Cena, and so we don't know if what they told him or if they told him anything. It's just Cena can do whatever the fuck. Yeah, Cena can do what he wants, but again, you got to listen to some of the things. Some of the things he said is that behind-the-scenes stuff, you know, when he's like, yo, do your job. Do you think that they were purposefully trying to appeal to us, the podcast hosts and the internets of the world? I think so, because we're the ones that were most critical of Roman Reigns, right? Right. You know what my biggest problem with Roman is? Is they're doing Roman Reigns like they did Edge, shoving him down our throats. Yeah. And he wasn't ready to be put down anybody's throat. When The Shield came up, The Shield was your new Attitude Era in yeah. one. You had your new Austin, your new Hunter, and your new Rock. Of course, we know who was The Rock being Roman. Uh, Rollins is your new Triple H. And what was supposed to be your new Austin and Ambrose. And they were like, oh, he's from this lineage. He has that look. We can do something with them. Yo, I still see The Shield because of the way this man dresses and comes yeah. to the ring. Mm. There's nothing new about him. I feel like Roman Reigns, the guy, is very hardworking. He's, he just he's, wants to like hang out. He wants to hang out with his kids. Uh, he used to do floors or carpet or whatever. And <laughs> I, I do. I think that he's a good dude. And that's part of the reason why I feel bad for him when he gets put in these situations. Because I'm like, you know what? Dude is a hard worker. And this isn't his fault. You watch him on like panels and interviews and stuff. And he seems so genuine and spontaneous yes. and fun. And then when he's on the microphone, he's just a robot. <laughs> Some people aren't built for promos. Well, and it also takes a while. Like, think about it. Like, you do stand-up. Mm. Um, Des, you do stand-up as I well, do, right? Yeah. yeah. So how long did it take you before you stopped sounding like garbage on the mic? Oh, I still do. <laughs> I'm gonna. I'm working I'm gonna, on it. I guess that you know they keep telling me back. Bring up your lineage. Bring up your Samoan heritage. I don't well, think that part, helps him. Well, you're a part of a heritage that has people who who know how to talk on this mic. Yeah, I don't think that helps him because cousins, there are so many other people like the Usos are doing your so cousins well. Naya are, is doing are so well. dangerous on the mic. Dynamite. Yeah. Oh my God. That's one of those things, and I've, I've said this about Natty as well, where like sometimes they want to lean on the heritage thing. Yeah. And like sometimes it helps and sometimes it hurts. And, so, and sometimes have to lean it just, on that. yeah, it just doesn't do anything for you. Because Charlotte is her own woman by herself, not even, they don't have, oh yeah. I kind of wish they would change Charlotte's music if we're being super honest. But yeah, speaking of yeah. music, we're going to go into some quick hits from this week. What the fuck did they do to Emma's music? So I need uh, to hear this new music. Oh, yeah. bruh. Okay, let's play that music. Mickey is me isn't trending. I saw you tweet it. Uh huh. That is the face that what? you make. Who is tweeting it? That's the face you make. You're right. You are right. Her that is the most boring. What? In that is the, the most generic. That sounds like some DDR so got, night, like 1999 shit, doesn't Somebody it? Somebody went back to James Johnson was like, hey, man, can you do something for us real quick? Well, no, and, 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 and CFO dollar sign went online and was like, no, that ain't us, bruh. We didn't do that. Why would you do that? You went from do, 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 to that? Evil Emma's music was amazing, and that's why I had to give it a eulogy uh, at the top of the show. Oh, my God. Why are they, fu- like, why are they, so what did you think? What are your first impressions? I'm that so, doesn't fit that gimmick that she's trying to be. Not even a little it bit. It doesn't fit the gimmick. Your music is supposed to fit your gimmick. You would have to make Emma a lovable girl, and we spend weeks making her this badass that where's my spot. That doesn't do that. I agree. What do you think, Des? Yeah, it, it doesn't fit the character. If they want to make her like this really generic, boring person, like uh, Lance Storm circa 2003, then they could probably <sighs> do that. Getting off of Lance Storm, who I love and... Um, doesn't listen to the show. Sorry, we don't Lance. give a fuck. <laughs> yeah. he, probably, he probably does. Probably. Nobody listen. I mean, if any of them listen to the show, I will be 
incredibly surprised. Ryan might listen to the show, but that's it. My trainer, Ryan. Anyway, sorry. I dropped a name. I'll pick it up. Um, what do you think of Gable and Sheldon Benjamin's team up? I really wanted to hear Sheldon's original music first. Yeah. I was I was so god hoping to hear, ain't no stopping me now. No. I was so mad I didn't hear that. <laughs> I was mad I didn't hear that. What do you think, Des? I liked it. I, I love the, the dynamic. I know he's going to kill Gable very soon, though. Oh, you can right? see it. Oh, you can I'm see. so ready for that. They're not going to take their time with that at all. <laughs> oh, I'm okay can... with it. Hey, did you see how it was at one point, did Sheldon tag himself in to do something? Yeah. You were like, oh, you automatically see what it's... Because Char- Chad Gable is so, I'm so bad. I'm very happy to be here. Yeah. I'm so happy. <laughs> I'm so happy. I'm very happy to be here. Because he, he keeps holding on to Sheldon's jock. Mm-hmm. And Sheldon's going to be, they like, yo, I'm the gold standard. Even though Sheldon looks like he's lost a little of a step, Right, but they go they go set it up, and what they're gonna do is they're gonna put Chad over on Shelton mm. because they they're trying to push Chad Gable, and they needed a reason to, mm. and so I think that's what's gonna happen. But it was like, oh, it was good seeing Shelton back. No, in the that's ring. yeah, that's great. I, I do love Shelton Benjamin. I cannot wait for him to destroy Gable. What did y'all think of Lana's new role as Tamina's coach and mouthpiece? I think Lana needs to be a mouthpiece. She can't be a wrestler, uh, not now, right? Maybe not ever. But... Well, you know, her and her husband asked for their release, so we'll wait. See. Is that true? Because I. I've seen a couple of places where people have said that that's not true. Well, Rusev is, is upset. I don't know if Lana directly is, but Rusev wants it. That's and because true, they're I'm packaging sad. him. Oh, Rusev you know, is people the are, best. As a whole, people in, in blog sites and everything will package them. Right. Rusev is mad now. I, depends on what happens. Because I feel like that Totes Deves money is like, that's a, that's, that's some good, mm, that's some and, good and money. La, and, and, it's, and it's a different kind of kayfabe. And it's Lana's recognition. More so than anything, like, okay, we knew you were... Ah, uh, Rusev is kind of... Rusev well, now, is pretty great. I mean, Rusev, yeah, we get to see them mowing his lawn and some Speedos. I think, but, it's a, I think it's a work because Rusev sent a tweet the other day and it just said, goodbye, America, I'm going home or something. And Rusev has, has been very smart with the way he uses his social media yes. to push himself. So I think I think he's totally just milking this right now. I, I, I agree. I hope so. I mean, I just I hope so. I just don't want to see him leave. And I understand that they're still upset at him for cutting his hair. Really? They are they are still mad at him because it looks amazing. Yeah, but Vince, hey, you don't change your yeah. look, you know, unless we say you can. So leave handsome Rusev alone. Yeah, well, he, he does leave look handsome really Rusev alone. Don't Rusev look like now he could be at a board meeting. You'd be like, I have listened to this guy about my stuff. He looks just <laughs> like my ex without glasses now. Where is and Chevron it's, right it's now? slightly. He looks hilarious. You know I'm right because I, I know Danielle's ex, and I'm like, he looks yeah. just like my ex without glasses now. It's fun. Um, so. Finn is continuing his. Uh, Why? Uh, what do you guys? What do you guys? Because it's called. We have nothing for either one to do. Mm-hmm. If you were going to do anything, you should have had him win that battle royal. Because man, I, mean, I wish Hal was here for this. And they did tease it too with Jeff Hardy and Finn Balor, right? They they had like a little tense moment during their match during the during the uh, battle royal. They had them little. Salt. And I would love that face paint versus face paint. Yeah. It's Reed versus the team. It's, 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 it's a glow. It's a glow, bunch of glow sticks versus the fog machine. Uh, That's fake be. dreads versus fake dreads. If there's no, anyone that could bring out versus belts. <laughs> if there's anyone that can bring out the demon, it's Itchweed. That's it. I agree. Yeah. Oh. Ah, spot monkey. Uh, <laughs> again, the demon was supposed to be the end of this, but again, we have nothing for Bray Wyatt to yeah, if, do. If the mm. demon's not going to mark the end of something, then just have him be the demon every week because it, it, they need to find something for the demon to make it special, and they just made it see- immediately. Now that the feud's going on, it's like, well, why did he? Why did he do thing? it anyway? Yeah, I agree, but also I'm sure that. Uh, 
paint is very poor clogging. Have you ever seen any of his old stuff he does online? Yeah. He does it. He was doing it religiously. I don't know if it clogs the pores that much. He likes doing it, but. It's how he starts his day. He like. Oh, that's how he starts his day. A little coffee. A little air face paint. A little, like, little air brushing <laughs> little face paint. find out which uh, comic book character he's going to do for the day. You know? <laughs> uh, so if you've got any thoughts about the week in wrestling, please let us know about it. Find us at Facebook dot com slash groups slash tights fights and at tights fights on twitter when we come back it is time to talk about injuries triple mania and injuries at triple mania up next on tights and fights are you sad and confused about world politics worried about the upcoming inevitable nuclear war or maybe a rat is living in your house there's a rat living in my house how do you get rid of a rat from a house why not immerse yourself in a completely fictional imagined podcast for the beef and dairy industries? It works for me. The Beef and Dairy Network podcast is the number one podcast for those involved or just interested in the production of beef animals and dairy herds. Don't worry, it's funnier than it sounds. Find us at beefanddairynetwork.com or maximumfun.org or wherever you get your podcast from. Oh God, there's the rat. Oh God. Radford and I am joined in the booth by Des. Hey, hey, hey. <laughs> say your name. Oh, Delgadillo. Uh, say your full name. Des Delgadillo. And <laughs> Jay, Jay Washington. Washington. <laughs> Perfect. Every so often there is something from wrestling that we like to give extra attention. This is our main event. Injuries are a huge part of the wrestling business, we all know that. But what happened at Triple Media when Rosemary fought Sexy Star was not part of what any fans are used to seeing. So if you missed what happened, oh boy. So um, they were doing a Fatal 4-Way at Triple Mania. Mm -hmm. Now there are reports that during this match, Sexy Star was shoot fighting with someone else who was a participant in the match. and they had been shoot fighting all match. So the other two participants had been, and I don't even want to say their names because like, I feel bad that they're lumped into this thing now. Mm-hmm. Um, so the other two participants had been eliminated and it wound up being Sexy Star and Rosemary mm-hmm. um, from GFW or whatever, the owl, the anthem, the Go- thing. Global Force Wrestling. Jeff Jarrett, wank, 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 wank. <laughs> but she's amazing and she is fantastic and decay fun. So... The other two women had been eliminated. Sexy Star had apparently been shoot fighting with one of them. What happens is that Sexy Star puts Rosemary in an arm bar to end the match. Um, Rosemary taps. And from all reports, Sexy Star goes into business for herself and actually applies the arm bar, which as anyone who watches MMA or like any other thing knows, the arm bar is a real hold yes, that is. can really fucking hurt oh, you. Yeah. And that's what she did. She really hurt her. Um, and now the whole wrestling world has kind of come down on Sexy Star. What do you guys think about this sort of deal where you go into business for yourself? Uh, I've had that happen when somebody tried that with me and you realize... Well, I've had to damn near beat somebody's brains out, and the ref was like, yo, chill. I'm like, uh-uh, you're not going to try to go to business, and I'll leave out. Because that's, when you're in that ring, you trust each other. You're yes. dancing. This is yes. a dance. It's the ultimate trust fall exercise. It's the ultimate. Absolutely. This is a dance. And for Sexy Star to do that, I don't care what type of personal grudge you may have, you do that in the back. When mm-hmm. you're in that ring, when you are working, 
you are working with somebody else. And again, she's working with three other ladies. You're already shooting on two. And then you go and do this finish and go into business completely for yourself. What type of reputation do you think that's going to have for you? I guess there was like some, she felt like there was a conspiracy that they were trying to beat her up or something. And I feel like it was probably just the tornado rules because it was a tornado style four way. So everyone was working at the same time. I feel like she was maybe overwhelmed or something. Well, and it's also one of those things where it's like at a certain point, sexy, what's projection? Like, what? that feels like projecting where you're like, everyone's against me because as we know, um, and, and that was something I, uh, I said I was going to brief mm. um, you on. Uh, Des, I don't know if you know about this, the thing that happened with sexy. Oh, gosh, what? This was only like a month ago, Julian? Maybe a month and a half ago? It was not that long ago. So for those of you who uh, might be new listeners or uh, didn't listen to the episode, we covered it. A month or so ago, a month and a half ago, Taya was the reina, uh, the, re- the queen of queens, essentially, the, um, the women's champ for AAA. She won it. Um, if this happened a month ago, she won it like a few months back doing a move that would have disqualified her, except it was a no DQ match. This is a very important thing to remember. This is a no DQ match. So Taya and John Morrison are a thing yep. in real life and not just on the TV, on, on the luchas. And so Vampiro called or got in contact somehow with John Morrison and was like, hey, Taya's not coming down for this event. You are Bring the belt with you. I remember hearing that. Bring the belt. I remember yeah. that. Bring the belt with you. And John Morrison went off on Twitter and everything. Yep. Bring the belt with you because we want to take pictures of the belt. So John brings the belt with him and he gets there and Vampito goes up and is like, well, it's, excuse me. Well, since Taya won this um, on a disqualification, we're stripping the belt from her. And this was when Sexy Star had come back because she had retired and unmasked herself because she wanted to become a real for real like shoot boxer. boxer. Mm-hmm. And so he strips Taya of the belt and is like, oh, and she's not even here to defend it. Well, now we've got two new people to fight for. And so Sexy Star won the belt that way so between that which drew a lot of heat and some people were like it's a work it's a work it's a work and I was like if it's a work it's a fantastic work it's an amazing work and you got me but now we have this um what do we think this says about sexy star's career I mean it's hard because she won the lucha underground championship which is a major amazing feat for any woman she's over but do you think that this spells these two incidences back to back? Who's going to want to work with her? What do you think? Do you think that she, it's over for her? Well, Jay, or? let's ask Jay because he used to wrestle, right? So if somebody has that reputation, are you going to get in the ring with them? Uh, no, you, yeah. don't, you, you don't want to be in the ring with them. But, of course, if they're booked and that's what it is, you, you know, you make some things known. It, it, it's a real it's a real complicated thing because it's like if somebody brings Sexy Star in now, and they're like, yo, you're working this woman or whatnot. Every woman who's told she's going to work her is on notice. And you're skeptical because now you got to think we're supposed to be working and performing. She's going to go into business for herself, especially having this reputation. Also, some are apprehensive because a shot may happen. You may accidentally stiff somebody. Now you think you're trying to give her a receipt and all this. And it, it, it brings up a lot of potential emotions where it's like it's best to let her just lose bookings for a while. You need to let this heat blow over. And also shout out to Cody FKA Rhodes for mm-hmm. saying on Twitter mm-hmm. yeah, for saying she will never be allowed in a Cody Rhodes locker room. Anywhere, so anywhere he's working, she's not working. Yep. Right. It. And it, it sounds like there was also there was uh, something about like GFW was going to start – 
doing some kind of alliance or there was going to be some yeah, things Yeah, they're bringing her to GFW. They're like, nope. Not a, yep. Yeah. Nope. You're not going to do so weird. She's definitely not going to, you're not going to go to NXT. Yeah, because there were no. a bunch of people who said, and I saw it online and in a bunch of different places, someone even in our group said like, oh, well, this is going to get her a lot of heat. It's like, okay, but who's she going to fight? Yeah, I think there's there's a such thing as good heat and bad heat. Yes, and this is, is not the, the kind of heat that you want at all. Yeah, no, this is that Enzo heat. Is that what we're calling X-Pac heat now? Now it's Enzo, Enzo heat. heat. Yeah, uh, except it it's different because I don't know that because I don't know that like I don't know that X-Pac actually like intentionally hurt anyone. That's just a name that we call. Yeah, things. but Enzo heat is is real. It's very real. Enzo oh, heat is real. real. So moving on from that incident to some WWE injuries that are way less scandalous. <sighs> Xavier Woods has joined the 2017 Injured Club along with Samoa Joe. It's a big club. Womp 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 womp. Joe, I'm not surprised. I know. That includes guys like Braun Strowman, Ember Moon, Asuka, Bacass, and more. What is going on with everybody getting hurt? They're putting up, just working those schedules. Those schedules and those type of matches they're putting on. Joe's been working hurt for years. Oh, so yeah. let's just be real. Joe's been hurt for a long Joe's time. Joe's been hurt for a long yeah. Joe, Everybody thinks Joe having his elbow taped up is a work. Is a work. No, he's been hurt for years. This gives him a chance to heal up. He couldn't heal up like he was when he was mainly on the indies and stuff like that because he needed that work. Now he gets that he has that WWE money. He could take a little time off. He's covered. That's awesome. What do you think, Des? Yeah, I think I think these injuries. I think it's an issue too because the style has gotten a lot more fast paced and a lot more demanding, it, uh, including for the bigger guys. And it, that's a little tough for the big guys to move like that every single night. And know? I agree. And I also think that there is it, there used to be more of a culture in WWE, and that this culture still can exist in indie wrestling because folks need to get paid. Trust me, I understand <laughs> being an independent uh, contractor and need to get paid. Um, some of it is just the the thing of like, look. I can either take time and take care of myself or I can pay this rent. Mm -hmm. And so there used to be more of a culture, I think, of people hiding injuries. And maybe back in the day in WWE, like people up top, like assisting you hiding injuries mm -hmm. and like other things until they don't Remember Kurt Angle when, when he left, Kurt was hurt and told Vince, I need some time off to heal. Vince told him heal on the road. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So we know Kurt was battling a hell of a lot of injuries. If you have to say that that you're hurt, it's 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 very against wrestling culture to say that you're hurt, right? Yeah, you yeah. don't want to, you know, you want to perform. But now there's these rules they have where listen, we need to watch out for the wrestlers. Don't let them hurt themselves. Your schedules and the pace you want them to work, like Des just said, has them hurt themselves. Do you and, and do you think that that's a function of having someone? Uh, and obviously, there have been people who are wrestlers who mm. are at the top who have been writing and working and and uh, uh, helping Vince and blah blah blah. But I don't think there's been anyone who has been in the special position that Triple H is in. Is, is in. Do you think that Trips having that special relationship with Vince and with the wrestlers might have? Um, might have something to do with this, or Triple yeah. H was the guy who like tore his quads twice, right in the middle of in the middle of a match, uh -huh. and he was able to finish it. He's got that incredible work ethic, so I think he understands what that puts on the wrestlers as a in terms of a toll. And I think he's he is in Vince's ear trying to say like, look, these guys are working way too hard. There's a culture, and it's not healthy for the guys. If you want them there for the long run, then slide it on back. Mm -hmm. Also, you have now Triple H running NXT, mm -hmm. and look, you guys. I, I brought you guys. I brought you guys and girls up from the Indies, watching what you do. What you do, you can do some of that, but tone it down because I need you to have a long career. And speaking of having a long career, who do you think has had their momentum most derailed this year by an injury? 
and that just this year, because I know that there's been like Finn last Balor. year and the year before. Ooh. Finn Balor. Finn Balor was last year though, right? It's still mm-hmm. it has it really picked back up steam. No, not at all. He's like in the middle. Yeah, I know. He was the champion on top of the. He got that monster push. Uh huh. Yeah. Yep. Now he's fighting Bray Wyatt. Okay. I know you said this year, but Finn Balor's injury has. I mean, you thought you would have thought Braun Strowman's injury would have put him down. Oh, that was a plus. It ended up being right. They spun <laughs> that did. so they well. They spun it really, really it's, well. You know, so it's like whose injury? It's hard to tell, really. But all I know is Finn Balor's injury from last year has kept him down. I, I'm going to make a very sad prediction, and I think it might be Joe. Because Joe was in a really hot program <laughs> with Lesnar. Um, he he was supposed to wrestle Cena on Monday. And I don't know where he's going to get plugged back in. In They said like maybe six to eight weeks for him to come back. Yikes. So we'll see where he ends I, up. I, like and he had just started, like, they really, really started using Joe the way they needed to yeah. use Joe. And SummerSlam, I don't think they used him as well as they could have. And so I think, yeah, it's just a series of not great. Well, yeah, I mean, injuries are one thing, but it's like... What, Joe, they realize Joe's a money dude with their dream matches over there. So we haven't seen him. Like, yeah, we saw him against Lesnar. High-profile match. Then we put him in a fatal four-way. Because anything high-profile you're going to get, yeah, they were going to give us him and Cena on a Raw. That's a dream match. It is. Mm. So we, we're going to get it. It's going to come out of nowhere. I think it's still when he comes back, it's going to be this out of nowhere, and it'll shock everybody. Oh, I hope so. Well, if you've got any thoughts on the injuries in the wrestling world, if you agree with Jay, it's going to come out of nowhere. God, I hope so. Let us know about them at facebook.com slash groups slash tightsfights or at tightsfights on Twitter. And when we come back, it's time for the three things we loved from wrestling, since we clearly do not love injuries. Up next on Tights and Fights. Mugs, shirts, stickers, patches, tanks, and more are yours for the purchasing at MaxFunStore.com. Hey, you already love the podcasts, so why not take this to the next level and outfit your home and bod with our merch? MaxFunStore.com. Because if you have to wear a shirt, it should be one of ours. Tyson Bites Podcast. Tyson Back to Tights and Fights. I'm Danielle Radford, and I'm joined today by Des Delgadillo and Jay Washington. Every week, we end the show by sharing some of the joy of pro wrestling with you. This is the three count. Man, why am I making everything sound all sexy for no reason? I guess that's just my voice. Um, so, Des, you are up first. What do you want to put over? So, uh, Ring of Honor made the announcement. Remember them, Ring of Honor? They made the announcement. Last week, <laughs> that Cody Rhodes, the current Ring of Honor champion, he beat Christopher Daniels earlier this year, is going to be defending the title against Minoru Suzuki, who, if you don't know, is one of the most badass guys. He's going to come in and twist Cody Rhodes up in his first U.S. match in over 15 years. So I can't wait for that. Death Before Dishonor, it's going to be lit. Oh, my God. Okay, that's great. And Jay, what do you want to put over? For me, it was, as we talked about earlier, the John Cena-Roman Reigns promo when Cena said one thing. I can do this part-time better than you ever can full-time. You can hear the sizzle. (laughs) You can hear all of the, and it was the mic drop, because that was the last thing he said. I was like, oh, my God. Oh, God, let's listen to it and all cringe together. You should be ashamed I'm a part-timer, because I can do this part-time better than you could ever do it full-time. 
Ooh, Ooh, seen it with that shuffle. Yeah. Um, and you heard all his Boston accent too when he said yeah, it for the first time. Well, that's what he does. He gets all like, Ooh, I'm yeah, he gets all Boston-y all right. when he's trying to sell something hard. Weirdo. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I do. John Cena, the guy, seems really cool. John Cena, the character, eh, sometimes a weirdo. <laughs> so for me, um, I am putting over once again for the second year in a motherfucking row. Bianca Belair has taken over and won the NXT motherfucking combine. So let's hear her thoughts on it right now. All right, the EST of NXT proving herself at this combine. It looks like you're going to come in first. I like discount Renee Young. I like 99 cents and under Renee Young. Dollar Tree Renee Young. All I can say is it's hard work. Uh, I came in last year and I proved that I am the EST. And this year, I proved the same thing. And it's just through the weight training and just the coaching from our conditioning coach, John Hayes. And he just pushed me, and along with the girls this year, it was competition, so much competition this year. And it just shows how much talent we have in this all right, I don't think Godzilla's behind her. Oh, yeah, I think showing Braun Strowman doing a match behind like, him. Right, or like a bunch of bumps <laughs> are happening right there. I think they're just putting away the risers. I think they're putting uh, away the thing. What is the EST of NXT the Eastern Standard Time? That's what I was <laughs> yeah. wondering. EST of NXT is the IST, the 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 fastest. Oh, the, the, the best, the strongest. Yeah, I'm old. Okay. I'm old. Yes, longest braid. She does have the longest yeah. braid. It's amazing. Um, and as y'all know, when we do our sexy music. That sexy music came from the first time that Bianca won the NXT Combine. And let us not forget that the NXT Combine is intergender bitches. So not only <laughs> does that mean that she didn't just beat the ladies, she also beat all them fucking dudes. Oh, yeah, yeah, we're going to slow it down. the dudes right now. Yeah. Yeah. She beat the office of pain. They big for no goddamn reason. <laughs> With their giant Ninja Turtle-ass hands. They both look like they own a half shell. Mm, that's why you can't. That's why you can't win the combine if you want a half shell, nigga. We need you on full shell. <laughs> Get on a full shell. All right. Full shell. Full shell. Full shell. Okay, well that's where we're gonna end it because that's the best place to do that. So that does it for another episode of Tights and Fights. We are a podcast on the Maximum Fun Network. This week, our hosts are Des Delgadillo and Jay Washington, along with me, Danielle Radford. Um, anything you guys want to put out there for our audience? Jay, plug some shit. Uh, make sure you find me on Twitter, Insta- Instagram, Mr. Jay Washington, M-R-J-A-Y-W-S-H-I-N-G-T-O-N, and check out the Trusty Psychic Podcast. We get you caught up on all the Marvel and DC live action TV and movie universes. Yes, Tight. Des. Uh, Des Delgadillo on Twitter, if you can spell the name that you can play the game. <laughs> That's awesome. Our producer is the millennial who's killing wrestling, Julian Burrell. Damn it, Julian. Senior producer at Maximum Fun is Laura Swisher. Mike Eagle, as always, is the voice behind our theme music, so we're putting him over for that. Keep up with us all week long at facebook.com slash groups slash tightsfights and at tightsfights on Twitter. If you love the show, remember to hit those fives on iTunes and share us with all of your friends. Thank you so much to all of our donors who make this show possible. And we'll be back next week for even more. You guessed it. Wrestling. Tyson Bites Podcast. Tyson Bites. MaximumFun.org. Comedy and culture. Artist owned. Listener supported.